Let's just close our eyes and be still for just a moment. See, it's no accident nor coincidence that our worship together this morning has felt so family style, so easily accessible, so enveloping, like being in Father God's living room together. Just as our eyes are closed, I want each of us to interact with him for just a moment. Why don't you repeat in your heart with me, Father, is there anything in my life that feels overwhelming right now? Is there anything in my life that's capturing my attention more than you? Because whatever those things are, I want to offer them to you in this moment. Because of what I know about you, I want to give you those challenges, those obstacles, those barricades, those things that, that capture my attention and distract me from you. I give them to you right now. And Father, as I give them to you, I want to forgive anybody who's been involved in that whole situation, whether it's myself or whether it's others, I release forgiveness into that situation now. Father, what lie have I believed that's caused me to slip into that place? If he shows you something, simply ask him to forgive you for believing a lie and hand it over to him. He wants to take it away. That's why he's prompted this moment now. It's like you're sitting in Father's sitting room and he says, you know, I brought you here this morning so that we can do this together. So Father, I let you do that. You are my rock. You are my truth. You are my shield. You are my loving Father. So what truth do you want to give me in exchange for that situation that I've released to you? Father God has a gift for every one of us this morning. It's a good gift. That's why he invited you here. <laughs> you thought you chose whether to come or not, but no, he, <laughs> he brought you. And he has a gift for you. Not just for everybody else, but a gift for you. 
And I invite you just to open your heart and receive that gift, whether you understand it or not. <laughs> just open your heart and receive that gift right now. Because in a moment, Father's going to invite you to come and eat and drink with him too. Father, thank you for your love expressed in this meal that we share each week. But thank you for your love for each one in their uniqueness that you've given us a gift from heaven this morning. So as we come to receive the elements, we come to be thankful to. And we celebrate that we gather in your presence, in your home, in your arms, in your embrace. So I want to invite every one of you to come and receive the elements for communion. And this morning we're going to do this just a little different from what we often do. We're not going to get into little groups this morning. We're just going to all hold the elements and when everyone's received, I'll lead us and we'll receive together. So come on forward when you're ready. So I want you to recall that gift. If you didn't receive something specific, well, you can recall the gift of Jesus because that's what this meal is all about. But if you did, it's a gift from Jesus to you. And so as we see this bread, Lord, we thank you for every good gift and we choose to receive it with thanksgiving and with worship. In your name, amen. And when Jesus took the cup, he said it was the cup of a new covenant. That implies great promise. So with the gifts that God has spoken to you this morning, together with the prophetic words that we've all been declaring and agreeing with, God has great things ahead for all of us. So Father, thank you for this new covenant in the blood of Jesus. And we look forward to the days, weeks, months and years ahead as you fulfill your promises to us. We receive them now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. <laughs> you can take your seats. And uh, I'm going to ask Renee to come on up. We are very blessed as a church family that we have so many folk who are able to share God's word with us. And... Uh, Sometimes that's me and sometimes it's not me. And so I'm really thankful that Renee's here this morning to bring the word to us. And uh, we... She brought her fan club. <laughs> really? <laughs> He's right here. There's nothing to be sorry about. We've invited you as who you are 
to come and share God's word with us. So Father, thank you for all that you've spoken to Renee. And I know that you want to speak to every one of us. So we give you permission to do that now. And we open our hearts to receive. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm going to walk away. You're going to be all right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good morning. Hi. How is everybody? So this morning, um, we are going, well, I am going to lead you a little differently. Um, so you will have to bear with me because as I have been asked um, probably months ago <laughs> to do this today, I literally didn't get it together until like midnight last night. So, um, and I'm not even sure I got it together enough for you because God gave me a tissue moment Thank you, Holly, um, because I, I'm telling you, I have struggled with getting this together. Um, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that I've been in a dark room and I have been in a place of not hearing or seeing or feeling or getting. And um, normally the last couple of times I've felt like I already had something that God was talking to me about. And so this time I was like, what are we going to do? What do you want me to talk about? Where are we going? How is this going to manifest? What is on your mind? What is on your heart? So for days and, and weeks I have been asking that and um, just asking. And I'm going to start today's message. And then in the middle I'm going to give you kind of the beginning and then we're going to get to an end, okay? So you're just going to have to go along for the ride because this is how I went along for the ride, and so it's the only way I know how to share it with you. Um, so I'm going to do a lot of moving, sorry, and I am going to be writing. So you're going to be, like, in class today. Um, I apologize for not having the best handwriting, but we're going to start today with a little flashback. So years ago... Um, and I mean years, I was in the process of having to drive my daughter back and forth to Columbia to drop her off to her father, and um, he would take her down to Atlanta for his time of visitation, whatever. So we're in the car one night, we're driving down the back road, I had already worked nine to five that day, Camille had school, we're on the road, and if any of you are familiar with that back road that cuts between 501 to get over to 95, so you can take the little shortcut to 20 to get to Columbia without having to go through Florence like you used to back in the old days. So, so I was on that road, coming down, you know, there's no lights, it's pretty country, and all of a sudden God's talking to me about some stuff, and I'm like, Camille, get some paper and a pen, and she's maybe middle school, so what? why and I'm like just get some paper and a pen like pencil I don't care what it is you got to write I'm driving so in that moment um and Crystal forgive me because you've already heard and seen this but God gave me um an acronym and so in that moment we oh we talked about this we'll find a word that writes I should have done that first and this is not the core of today but Pastor Mark can everyone see that well enough? Yes. Okay. So the first T was teach. Teach me is the way he presented it. The second, the R, was for remind me. The U was use me. The S was show me. And the last T in that moment was 
thank you because we should always be thankful for what God does for us, through us, and around us, right? So this was, in that moment in the car ride, the, like, aha, that's really cool. And I had her write it down. I can't tell you what year it was, but it was a while ago. So over the years after he gave me this, I began to use it as a form of prayer in my prayer. Lord, teach me, blah, 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 blah. Lord, remind me, blah, 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 blah. Lord, use me in however you want to use so this became my form of prayer in um, speaking, asking, or whatever. So sometimes the T, the last T would change to transform me, so that way I would be transformed into what he wanted and, and how we were going to get there. I needed to be transformed for that. So here recently, we're going to go a little fast forward. Here recently, one day, I forget who was speaking, I was taking my little notes, and God, as I was writing, he was like, I'm teaching you. I said, oh, okay. And then he said, remember you said to. I was like, oh, okay. So you want me to trust you right now and what you're teaching me. Okay. So there's so many ways in which he has brought this up. But how it ties in to today <laughs> is trust because being in this dark place and not having heard anything or got anything i'm like okay i literally have to trust you for this message and it's not something that you've given me that i can just kind of like expand on or whatever but where are we going so we've done trust and so i began to just peruse through my journals and peruse through my notebooks and i still write my stuff out so I pulled out my notebook that I write in and the first thing I opened to was a word he gave back to me in November of 2018 and um, Jamie this is where your war song comes in a little kind of just cool so then he was speaking to me about a generation rising an army of one rising up and that was in November 2018 then a month later, December 2018, the very next page was again the same thing in a different way. He's speaking to me again about a generation rising up, an army of one rising up. And I'm like, okay, Lord, is this what we're going to talk about today? We're going to talk about this generation of young ones rising up. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I wasn't getting, I was like, no, that's not the point. So I started going through some more journals and going back to different things and began to notice a um, pattern, we'll call it. It seemed as if every October, November, December of every year since 2018, there's been a reminder message of some sort about the generation and the rising of the army and, you know, ministering to them. Then I noticed in March and April, starting in 2020, he started speaking to me about warriors rising up, watchmen take your place, take your position, watchmen on the wall. And so I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to have this really cool message today. So we're going to fast forward to May 7th, a couple weeks ago. And um, <laughs> I promise we're going somewhere. So May 7th, I'm out on the beach, sunrise, and um, we're having a little um, remembrance morning out there. And as the sun is coming up, I've got my eyes closed, and I'm just standing in the glory and just the, the warmth of the sun. And I'm standing, and the Lord says this 
is how we stand. I was like, oh, okay. That's what we're talking about. This is how we stand. And so since then, as I went through all these fun things, and I mean, y'all, I write, and I will jot some stuff down, and I will ask some words, and I will leave some things, some open-ended questions. So I decided to pull a crystal and define some things, because where else to go if you, you know, let's define it first. So if we pull out the word stand, in the verb, the definition is have or maintain an upright position supported by one's feet. I stand here before you, right? The noun definition, an attitude toward a particular issue, position taken in an argument. I stand firm in my belief. I stand firm in the word of God. Okay. Now, interestingly enough, it gives you a biblical meaning. Remain firm and immovable even when, or especially when, you are the smallest or the youngest or the, least, the last one standing. You may be the means for holding up others. When you're standing, when you stand. Okay, hold on to that. Now, I also looked up stood because it's the past participle. And there are times when you have stood for something, you stand, and then you are standing. So we have past, present, future. Stood, to have not moved or given any ground to believe in something. I stood for this. Look at where it got me. Standing, in the noun definition, position, status, or reputation used to specify the length of time that something has lasted or that someone has fulfilled a particular role. So if you've been standing for something, God has given you something. So here's where God took me with this in the, in the desire for today. And, and you're going to have to do some things with this because um, there's part of this is going to be activation, activity time, okay? So when I sat and prayed about that and asked the Lord, I'm like, okay, so... We are standing, we have stood, we stand. So what does that, like, where are you tying all this in, and, and how does this still get to a message? Well, when I thought back to the, the actual messages that I was um, being brought back to with the generation rising up in the army, and then watchmen taking their position and standing forward and what, so for me, for me, that was a time where God was leading me to um, create and to meditate and to um, quicken my heart to what his heart's desire was for me. So I have a passion for kids, for the youth. So he has been talking to me. So I, when he gave me that stuff initially, I was like, I'm going to talk about this with kids in the future, and, and we're going to talk about them being a generation that's going to stand and rise because he is calling forth his army of one to come forth. And so it is this generation that is to stand up. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to use this. It's going to be for, my, for, for someday I'm going to talk to some kids about it. So if I think back to the time from 2018 when he started giving me 
this, he gave me this first so that when time and process and journey and growing and developing, we get to a place of now I've been able to create alongside with him a ministry. If you would have told me back in 2018 that I was going to be heading a ministry, I'd have been like, yeah, right. I'm not in any way, shape, or form prepared for that. But because he began to give the word, it, I was able to stand on that. I was able to stand on that and, and know and, and allow that to marinate in my spirit that one day this, one day that I'm going to be able to speak. And it might just be a couple kids that I get to speak it to. It might just be one child that I get at the time I was working at Champs and I was working in the Boys and Girls Club, so I was around kids all the time. So I was like, oh, this is going to be for someone that I enter, en, en, um, encounter there. But it was about the process. And when we think about how God can take us from one moment into a life-changing moment, there's a process we had to endure to get there. So, so I had to keep asking myself, what am I standing on? What am I standing for? What have I stood for? What do I stand for? So today, we're going to do some of those things. And we have to understand that it's not about... Um, it's not about what you think it's going to be because if I'd have thought back then that those messages stood for me just talking to one or two kids versus developing it into a ministry then I would have missed the mark and I would have missed what he had coming three four or five years later so today is about what has God given you to stand on? What has he given you to stand for? What has he been giving you that you've stood on? Maybe you haven't seen it manifest. Maybe you haven't seen it take shape or form. And when you ponder those things and you think back, you may have to go back and look at different um, words of encouragement. You may have to go back and look at, if you journal, what did you journal? Um, if you record things, what has been spoken over you. And in those moments, understanding that these all line up with his heart's desire for your plan and your purpose and your destiny. So if we stand firm, 1 Corinthians 16, 13 through 14, be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be men of courage. Be strong. Do everything in love. So if you think back on the things that he's given, he's said, have you been standing firm? Have you been standing and waiting? Does it look like you're in a dark place? <laughs> the dark place is a place of development. It's a place of growth. It's a place of, um, as uh, I, was, I prayed with Charity when she was here, and I was like, this is, I, I have nothing right now. I've not seen light. I've not seen water. I've not seen or heard word. And so as we were praying together, um, she was like, you know, I feel like as you've been talking, the Lord's showing me a dark room, like where you develop pictures. 
And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool because you're in the process in that room. There's a process when you develop a photo to take you from one thing to another and you get an end product. And when you get the end product, you've got this cool picture that you spent your time, one, taking it, getting the right pose, and then two, taking the time to get the right mixture, take it from the bucket to the bucket to the bucket until you get to the end, and then the hanging with the the very perfect dim lighting that's in the dark room, and then you get your final product, and you can't open the door until the little light comes on and says, bing, everything's ready. So as I was in that dark space, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I've been standing for right now. <laughs> Because nothing's coming. There's nothing going on in my mind. There's nothing going on in the in this place. And then with the ministry, I was like, there's not a whole lot of, of movement. But last night, <laughs> last night, he reminded me. He reminded me that I have been using you and I have been showing you throughout this process that if you would just be obedient and you stand for what I am giving to you. And standing can take a lot of different forms, okay? Now, I know that I read definitions, and stand says that I'm erect in front of you and on my two feet, and, um, and, and you're, it's about your posture, too. There's um, one of the, the little side notes in the... In the um, definition was that standing actually is better for your posture it helps with your core and it helps with your posture so when you take a stand your core and your posture become upright so if you take that and you are standing for what you are believing or for what God has given you then your core where your spirit is is welcoming it's it's firm it's ready you're taking on the posture of the things that the Lord is giving to you. Standing may also be that you're in your room and you've got your Bible and you're sitting and you're reading the word because that's what God has told you to do. It's not always that you have to come to an upright position. Standing may also mean that you're out and you're talking with someone and you're having a conversation and you give them the word and because you stand on your belief and you stand firm on what God has given you that you have given them a seed now that planted in their heart that God can water. Standing also can mean that in your time alone, you're down before the Father asking, what do you have? What do you want? What do you need from me? How can I help you? It doesn't have to be completely an entire upright position how you stand what you stand for and what that looks like varies and it changes and it changes during your your time of growth it changes during your time of development so if you're in a like I've been in a season of dark in a dark room and that has been a lot of on my knees on my face and just Lord, what? I'm here, what? Like, what do you want me to do right now? But it's not always about doing. Because standing also means to be still. Are you being still before the Lord? Are you allowing him to give you? Are you allowing him to fill you? 
Are you trusting him to teach you? Are you trusting him to remind you what he's taught you? And are you allowing him to use you when he says, in that moment where you've been on your knees and he says, now it's time, are you going to say yes? He'll show you what to do when the time comes. That's part of your equipping. At the end, will you recognize that he's done it and tell him thank you? So as you stand, we have to trust that all the things that he's doing and he's moving are for a purpose. And it may be something small. It may be something large. It may be for a bigger, grander picture down the road. But it doesn't matter because if you are standing on what he's giving you, then you will grow in all of that. And all of that serves a purpose over here as well as right here. There was another definition. Um, I didn't read it just because at first it, it bothered me a little bit, but that's okay. Um, in standing, actually, it says to um, start from, sorry, performed from rest or an upright position without a run-up or the use of starting blocks. Bless you. Anybody in here ever run track? Okay, so you know if you're sprinting, you have your startup blocks. So you're positioned with your foot in a block, and you're ready to go, and you've got a force behind you that's ready. So when you take off, especially in a sprint, you've got a force that's allowing you to go. So from standing to upright, if you ran long distance, you didn't get a block. You just had to start. You're upright, you're ready to go, you're standing, and then you take your motion to go and start your run. So if you're in a place or in a season or in a, in a time where God has had you standing and he says, now it's time, get ready, you can have your block or you can be upright, but it's time to go. So pay attention. I Listen. <laughs> listen to this. I can't tell you. Like, I just wish, I wish I could express <laughs> the way that this has been. Uh, like, this has really been a struggle coming to this, this place and getting this word and message. And I feel like I'm about to be done in five minutes and there's a whole afternoon left still. But last night, when he finally hit me with the process and the journey and the standing, I mean, it, it really brought me to a place of like, wow, you are so cool. God is cool. He is so cool. To take something from 2018 and to every year in a consistent pattern, repeat it, and I, not that I'm oblivious to it, but I was oblivious to it until this past week in having gone through note after note and journal after journal and recognizing that there has been a consistent theme with different things. 
pay attention to those things that he's speaking to you. Pay attention to how many times something comes up. When does it come up? Why is it coming up at that time? For me, October, November, December was important because those were the months that I actually started to create my ministry. In October, I put in my notice. In November, they made my last day of work. And in December, I literally, on December 1st, submitted my uh, the ministry name, and psh, there it was. So now I have something that God has created to speak to the generations so that the army of one can rise up. In 2018, I wasn't paying that no mind. I was just excited thinking, ooh, I get to talk to these kids, and they're going to be an army of one rising up. And let me hit you with another one, okay? So my son <laughs> has had some stuff going on. And um, through October, November, and December, lots of, lots of things, okay, just this past year. And then come March and April, when I told you that God had been speaking to me about the watchman on the wall and the warrior rising up, he finally gets into the army, and he's off at, at boot camp right now. In the army, my son, the generation. And I'm like, ooh, daddy, that is so, like, when you think about it, like, how strategic, God is strategic. Pay attention to the strategies while you're standing, because when you're standing, you can focus. You can pay attention to the things that he has. And even if you don't pay attention to the time, if you write it down and go back, he will bring it back because he will fulfill all the things that he has said and all the things that he wants done. Pay attention. It has been the coolest thing now, the, the biggest struggle that I had getting through and to this point has now become like, oh, man, look at how you lined up all this stuff. And look at how all these things have stood, stood out. It's cool. <laughs> Pay attention. Ask him and seek him. And then trust him to lead you through it to get to the place and to the thing that he has because you don't know the impact that it's going to make on the next person. Maybe at work you have a coworker that needs to hear something and because you stand firm on his word, you will say and do the right things and that coworker will come and say, hey, how come you do X, Y, and Z? And then you have the opportunity to share it and give it because you're standing firm on your belief and you're not succumbing to the things of this world and looking like everybody else. It's so cool. It's so cool. I'm sorry, but it's so cool. <laughs> so, um, so in another, I, I pulled some scriptures because if Fount was here, I would have to make sure that I had them correct. So <laughs> he's not here, but so I still wrote them down. So we'll read them properly. So 2 Thessalonians 2.15. So then, brothers, stand firm and hold to the teachings we passed on to you, whether by word of mouth or by letter. 
my teachings were from 2018, October, November, December, 2019, October, November, December, so on and so forth. So whether Pastor Mark is up in front of us teaching or Crystal or Nancy or the next pastor, he's still teaching us too. Like he's teaching us in all the things that we need to know. We just got to know that we got to write it down or look back at it or pay attention to it and submit it and commit it to our spirit and our heart and allow it to be um, rekindled when it needs to be. So the last scripture I want to use because this one kind of ties it all there for you. Proverbs 19.21, ha, which is also part of why I'm doing what I'm doing with the ministry. <laughs> Many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Whether we stand firm and get it and say yes and do it and act in obedience to what he is asking us to do, his plans will prevail. So if you don't say yes, he's going to sneak over to someone else and be like, hey, do you want to be my willing vessel today? Because this person did not do everything that I asked them to do. In your process, it is important as you stand to pay attention to what he's calling you to do, what he's asking you to do. He's not going to ask you to do something he didn't equip you for. I'll tell you, having had my moment last night, <laughs> sorry I can't share it with you because I don't even, I didn't write it down as I spewed it out of my mouth. I was like, oh, that was so good. But that was it. I don't know what I said, don't know what, but it was enough for my heart to take hold of it and say, I get it. I got you. So, um, oh, I lost my train. Whew, so anyways, um, man, where was I going to go with that? I don't know. We'll, we'll let the Holy Spirit take that one because I forgot where I was going to go with it. So anyhow, um, I really wanted to do next a uh, exercise with you all um, in stood standing stood stand standing okay so bless you um, so I want you to if you have paper get some paper if you don't have paper we'll find some paper um, because the point is writing to have it to look back on and um, knowing what, there's one sheet up here if anybody needs, oh, here's some, here's some. You wanna make sure everyone has a piece? Thank you. You might be done early today, sorry. <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> the truth comes out. <laughs> so when you get your paper, if you need um, a pen, there's plenty of pens. I want you to write stood, leave some space, stand, 
leave some space, and then write standing. Now, hopefully, this will be something that you can actually use and take with you and allow God to um, give you some um, good word from it. I wasn't really using it. It was just a prop. <laughs> All right. So understood, the word stood, not understood, on your paper. I want you to take a second ask the Lord for anything that you feel like past, obviously, because stood is past, um, anything that you feel like you have stood for, whether it's at work, at home, in your life, any doors wide open, what have you stood for in the past? Whether it was, I stood for, I don't know, I stood for something at work when nobody else would, or I stood for um, somebody in the gap, I stood in the gap for somebody, and I saw healing, or, you know, whatever you feel like you have stood for in the past, and allow, if, if you got to ask the Lord to show you, then by all means, obviously do that too. Okay, when you have stood, do the same thing for stand. What is something that you stand for currently? Could be something in your heart. Could be something that you want. Could be something that you need. Could be something that the Lord has laid on your heart. be like a school teacher and walk around and make sure you're writing that's the beauty of a mobility of a microphone that is wireless next time pastor mark will contain me with a wired microphone <laughs> okay and then do the same thing for standing something that you have been standing for you could even almost say contending for but try to keep it in the eyes and realm of standing, something I have been standing for, something that God has been leading you, guiding you. Okay. Does everyone feel comfortable with what they've received? Robert. Howard. Okay. 
I'm not pairing you two together then. <laughs> All right, so now <laughs> what we're going to do is I want you to get into pairs, not with somebody that you're familiar with. <laughs> you youngins, I want you to disperse and go to a, another generational person, okay? <laughs> I, Ira, I'm going to put you in that as well. Okay, go. Go, 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 go. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. Two by twos. Somebody go to Roger and somebody go to Laura. Laura's got the baby, so we're going to excuse her to, to sit there. Um, honey, go to sit with Brandy. Go, 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 go. Even though he didn't do it, you can still talk to Oh, yeah, go. Yeah, go to, you go to Brandy. Yeah, go. Okay, that's good. Then, Alex, you can come with David. Yes. Okay, so you have, you have five minutes to discuss your, your stood, your stand, and your standing, and pray for each other because I want to come back and just share a couple things really quick. Like if anybody has anything they want to share. Okay. Go. Yes. 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 If it's something personal to you, you can give generals. Um, but I just want you to stand in agreement with each other and pray into it and pray over it. Okay. All right, I'm going to kind of pull everyone back together just for a second and kind of tidy this up. And then you can stay where you are and you can finish any conversation you're in the middle of. But as we kind of get to a place, um, I want to define the end of this, so to speak. Um, and pose one last thing before you. Um, so the prompting was how do we stand? How do we stand? The answer to that is this is how we stand. We stand before the Lord, feet firmly planted, our posture upright, our core, our spirit ready, standing tall, eyes focused, heart focused, arms outstretched. This is how we stand before the Lord.
anytime you question, anytime you wonder, am I standing for the right thing? Am I standing for you? Take your position. Upright, core, posture, arms outstretched, and know that this is how you stand. And then let God do the rest in the middle of that, okay? Now you may go back to your time together. I just wanted to tie you all together, and thank you.